Hi, this is Lacey. This is Jason. From Bourbon House, and you are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. are listening to the free form rock podcast is everybody in is everybody in is everybody in the ceremony is about to begin come dude, on who cares dude <laughs> Fuck that i do I'm, I'm the new star of this here show what's up joseph so joseph oh i'm ready for this one. Oh, good god Good God, where's my sleigh now? <laughs> my wife where's hates it when I say that to her. You at least got some fucking KY. Hmm? Well, uh, I thought that was on you guys to bring that, but... Damn. Well, what's good for the goose is good for the gander, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Hey, we already started recording just to let you know, so we're on the Freeform Rock podcast where KY is used vigorously. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, at this point... Kicks would have been out, so this is probably a little bit of a tit for tat. I'm gonna guess here. <laughs> America's podcast. Hey, I didn't take my morning meds or my la last night's pain meds because I think the fans miss me drinking whiskey. No, I don't think so. But you do. <laughs> hey, man, they miss the sound of the ice cubes oh, rattling yeah, the speaker. Five all stoned out and shit. Huh? <laughs> You had all different vibe all stoned out. Yeah, I felt better drunk. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever gets you through the night, Mark. Dude, the freaking the, the weed like mellows me out too much, man. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to be on your toes on this one, I'll tell you that. Oh, my God. Well, he's well, talking about we're reviewing a Charles Pick, uh, Weezer, the Blue Album, but we're just bullshitting right now, man. So Let's do that. Up, guys? I got a topic I need to go over. Get some op opinions here. Go for it. There has been way... I'm telling you folks at home, this will be, you know, weeks and weeks after the atrocity that happened in Nashville, Tennessee at Bowie's. It was a horrible event. You called it Bowie's. It was called Keel Fest. <laughs> That's why it's called Bowie's instead of Bowie's, right? <laughs> I don't know what the hell the place is called, but I, I tell you this. Bowie's. It has turned the world of the RMCP universe upside down. But there was only a fraction oh, of the world oh, there. Hold on. Don't do a lead. Just shh. Okay, Let me sorry. do my commentary, then you can opine. Okay, All thank right? you, sir. Thank you. have another. Yes. And stop shaking the ice. Let me talk. <laughs> It has turned this universe upside down when people that I respect are saying that there's better music than Van Hagar. I know that there's something wrong in this world. When you've got somebody saying NSYNC is a better group than Ghost. <laughs> I know who that is. When you, you, folks at home, there is going to be an auction for an album that Mark Alden Taylor bought the RMCP guys that most of us signed. Even though Mark said the Freeform Rock podcast was out, I was still there. So actually, we were still there. I signed it. It's going to be for charity. And I do believe somebody might need a little more help with this than others. Mark, don't get any, folks. He left. Hey, because I'm but, smart. Sorry. 
what is going on with all this? I mean, Duran Duran hate left and right, and what did Duran Duran do to anybody? I don't know. Why don't you ask Doctor Fuck where they fucked him? Joseph, what do you, what do you think about that? What this doesn't seem like there's just been some strange. There's there's been some strange going ons lately on several pages on Facebook, and uh, I hope my, unfortunately, I hope one of them. <laughs> there's always strange goings on on that page, but that's a whole separate issue. Oh, thank you. Um, in this particular case, I think it has a lot to do with there's some people that are that are on different RMCP related pages who tend to parrot whatever a certain Ralph Vieira has to say. <laughs> and I know he will readily admit this, and he probably doesn't approve of it either, nope. that any time he has an opinion about music, most of the people on that page immediately have the exact same opinion about that music. About that music. Whether it's rock, metal, indifferent, Duran Duran, Ghost, any of this stuff, almost anyone that has any kind of posting power on the Rock and Metal Combat podcast page can see, anytime Ralph says something on that page, it's almost always immediately upvoted to death. Yeah, I've all listened to you. I've been saying this for years, you know, but I, I'm the idiot. <laughs> I'm always saying, every time Ralph says he likes or dislikes something, everybody's going off and making their own post about why they ate it. Blah, 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 blah. Even podcasts copy them. We don't. We've never copied them. Because uh, I made a conscious effort. But there's podcasts that just sound like RMCP Part 2. So it's, it's not even about that. I mean, I just think it's really wreaked havoc on a lot of folks. You were lucky to not be there, Joseph. I, I've yes. Been <laughs> yes. No, we would have got Joseph drunk if he was there. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I've been on a crisis line almost every week, at least twice a week. It was definitely one of the worst things I've ever seen, had to endure. So I'm just making a plea to folks at home for the survivors of Keel Fest. We like the money that jingles, but we prefer the kind that folds. <laughs> oh, man. But that, that's funny, Joseph. I, I've been saying, if Ralph said he liked Duran Duran... Everybody would like Duran Duran. <laughs> I'd like, I say I like Duran Duran. People won't like it because I like Van Hagar. But uh, Ralph is just picking on me. He's trolling me. I get it. No. It's funny. I go back with him. I, I, I put up a, I put up the Beatles. And, you know, Charles, you know, the Beatles is like a, my number one band with Rush. But I put up a picture of them looking like a boy band. <laughs> They're not a fucking boy band. Okay, but they had a look. Look. They had a look. Either, you know what, I'm less offended by that than calling the Sex Pistols a boy band. We've already went over that. There's proof in tape and in video where you said, I take that back. Well, it's so just, they actually did some boy bandish shit. Not no, the they music, did not. Not the music. No, they did not. Not in any way, shape, the or form. The way they were put together and the way they kept rehashing the same songs on different albums. <laughs> they only had one album. Yeah, okay. We didn't rehash. Album. Well, they had other songs that I guess the record company found and put on. Well, that's that the record. That? That's the record yeah. company's fault, not theirs. Yeah. I just not don't a like John band. Lydon. I don't like Johnny Rotten. I think he's dead. I don't, well, yeah, and, because he's and the there we have it. He's the man. You don't like that shit. You like them dudes that kiss the fans' asses and oh, that's, he's have, rock and roll. Have you ever heard you Pill? You don't like him. 
Have you heard them? Yes! They're so fucking pretentious and think they're new wave. It's like, dude. You're talking about P-I-L. Yeah, P-Pill. They call them Pill for short. Public Image Limited. Yeah. People know who Pill is. I'm not loud about that, but I mean him as a dude. He just tells it like it is. He's rock and fucking roll. That's it. Okay, but have you heard John, uh, fucking, uh, what's that guy? Steve Jones' solo shit is really bad. And? I'm just saying, they're, they got, right, light, they got lightning in a bottle with one album. That's <laughs> all you need. They sucked out so, so did a lot of bands. So yeah. did Guns N' Roses. So did Motley Crue. Well, it's Guns like... N' Roses at least had two and a half good albums. Yeah, but never on anything on the level well, of appetite. Actually, so it's I, like... I'm going to take that back. Three and a half because I do like Chinese democracy. So, there you go. Use Your Illusions was a big mess, like the loads and reloads. Yeah, that was the half. <laughs> what together. was the, oh lies you're talking about lies that's a double ep that was well, lies wasn't an album i didn't even put that in there so <laughs> well then the you can put lies as a half album and then it's like the, spaghetti incident we got a review it wasn't even an album <laughs> so so how are you getting three and a half then with the math's yeah. not adding up <laughs> okay let's see you got you got chinese democracy i like that one that's one you got fucking appetite for destruction that's one you put the oh wait that's two and a half Okay. Well, right. but... But you put uh, a half, put another half of the Lies EP, that's three. So they get three. Probably liked enough of user illusions to make one good, one album. Yeah, we didn't we do a, our 10-song track on that episode? Yeah, and that'd be fair. Uh, you could probably squeeze one good album, and with today's world, you can skip songs and delete songs. and So, yeah, it, was, it wasn't appetite. Nothing they did was... It. But that's that's great. That's all you need. I don't even think Motley Crue made one good album like that. They made some dead, them good albums, but not like Appetite. I like I them up to Dr. Feelgood and then uh, uh, 90, 94 album. See, they only have three albums, 94 and fucking Shout, and that's yeah. it. That's there's, tracks, there's tracks I skip on Appetite. There's nothing I skip on Shout of the Devil. Uh, you skip tracks on Appetite? Oh, my God, yes. What the fuck do you skip? <laughs> you about that right now, Mark. We got some. <laughs> Cooking on that, but yeah. Oh, but he's not going to be on the episode. Yeah, I made two. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So uh, I was just asking Joseph because he's not on the episode. <laughs> I wanted. I wanted. Well, this will be out after that episode, so yeah, no problem. Yeah, it will. <laughs> yeah. This is going in uh, June. <laughs> but I'm not going to say what I feel right now. But you guys can talk amongst yourselves. Well, no, I just want to know what two songs that he didn't like, and then I'm going to compare it when you tell me. <laughs> and then he do one. How about that? I'll do the first one. Alright. Think about you. Yep. Okay. What's yep. your next one, Joseph? I bet I know what it is. Go ahead. Anything goes. There you go. I knew it. Mm. Two weakest songs in the album. Uh, and yep. do you know what it would have been on instead of Anything Goes? Shadow of Your Love. 100%. I would have loved if that was on there. That's yes. Right. Yeah. You're right down. And they would, if they would have had that with the production that the rest of the album had, 100%. Oh, yeah. Izzy, well, and Izzy came with her on record that he never understood why it wasn't put on the record. He didn't get it. It was a B-side. It's one of the singles. But uh, it's a fucking crushing track. But my only guess is it disrupted the flow of the album. Because I'm telling you, that album has a great... It was light. That was lightning in a bottle, just like... Never mind the Bullocks. 
And it never was, mind by fucking Nirvana. That wasn't lightning in a bottle. That was just brilliance. But <laughs> it was. It come on, dude. There's no way a, we like, should do a remix of that episode because I need to fucking hey, teach like, you about this album. Over Nevermind. Yeah, we need to redo Nevermind with you, Charles, because that's a <laughs> bitch. Again. I didn't it's, bitch on that episode because actually on that episode I liked it. I don't like it anymore, so I want to... You don't do, like it? No, I want to do my remix. Yeah, no, he's being wow. a hipster. He's People being a know hipster. I bitch about him all the time. He was being a hipster. He wants to push Ugly Kid Joe and Trickster and all the crap bands. That they uh -huh. like, oh, Hey, damn. I love Ugly Kid Joe. I know you do. Fuck <laughs> off. Dude, you, he's got you, a great you, fucking voice. Take out I Hate Everything About You and fucking Neighbor or fucking... And that shit, they got some pretty great songs. They even have that guy from... Uh, Motorhead playing guitar, Phil Campbell. They do a great version of, of fucking, I think, Papa Was a Rolling Stone. Fucking killer. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and if you took out the songs you just mentioned, nobody would know who they are. I know, but <laughs> that's what I'm saying. They don't listen to this song about Jesus wrote to Hardy Davidson. It says, Noah used to do the lines. Yeah. Mary used to rope, rock the boat some. No, it's a, Everybody. It's a, and then it says, Mary used to come undone. And Jesus uh, wrote a Harley Davidson. Talking about fucking Jesus doing coke. Everybody. And rest of that shit. And they never listened to it but Mark Alden Taylor. But that's hey. what it goes. Hey, hey and, and Aaron Camaro. He's a big Ugly Kid Joe guy. Yeah, fucking Chris and Aaron are going to Ugly Kid Joe. They're playing out here, dude. I've been waiting 25 years for this shit. And I can't go. Fuck me. Damn. Fuck the fuck out of... And dude, I was offered a casino I go to and bought tickets to shows before. They sent me an email. They're going to give me two free tickets to fucking, uh, fucking Steel Panther on the 29th of this month of April. And I can't go either. <laughs> fuck. Get, get a wheelchair. They'll have wheelchairs in there. Uh, fuck that. They have, like, good seats. Uh, well, the casinos do, yeah. Yeah, you're allowed. You're under the yeah, water. My wife ain't gonna take me. <laughs> uh, there you go. So you can hire an Uber though. It'll take you. Yeah, she loves me, dude. She went on a trip with her besties today because uh, one of her friends is getting married. One of her besties, and yeah. uh, I have a chair that I use in the shower because I can't stand up for that long. And I was looking and looking for it, looking and looking for it, and then I look in the shower and there it is sitting. She put it in there because she thought ahead. <laughs> He said, well, thanks for telling me. <laughs> I was stumbling in a bumble and looking for that fucking chair. Is <laughs> Steel Panther the guitar player left, didn't he? No, it's a bassist. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's no big loss. Yeah, but Michael Starr, the singer, is fucking amazing, dude. He could do David Lee Roth. Van Halen. Yeah. That'd be a fun show. Yeah, I would like to see them because I do like them. I don't own any of their shit, but what I do here is fucking funny as fuck. And I've seen live video of them. And they look really good. Nate likes them, so there you go. And so does Dr. Fuck. So. I like them, too. Yeah. We should do a Steel Panther review so I can listen to the whole album one day. <laughs> you haven't listened to one? No, I've listened to the songs and the videos. I haven't listened to a whole album. Yeah. They're great. They're hilarious. I'm too bu I'm too busy listening to Sammy Hagar. I, yeah. And Ugly Kid Joe, the deep cuts. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, imports from Timbuktu. Hey, I want some soundboards from Europe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, dude. 
you know but anyway they were, i'm recovering over that crappy metallica album what would you think of that album joseph pretty much what everyone else online thought about it it had some good songs where i kind of stand on it, it it's it's a very meh album it it had nowhere near the amount of good songs that hardwired did but i think the bad stuff on hardwired was worse like on a lot of the stuff on disc two of hardwired was worse but overall the stuff that i liked off of 72 seasons is nothing anywhere near classic metallica yeah you see, that's why I think the Keelfest 2 thing rubbed off on a lot of people. I heard people say it was the best thing since Master of Puppets. Mm-hmm. And I, I just don't know what's going on right now. I don't, I, I, I don't know why everybody's comparing fucking new Metallica to fucking classic Metallica. Why can't you just... They're sick, They're over 60 years old. Metallica, Megadeth stays young because Dave changes out the members to younger members. These guys are still in their 60s. Dave's, Dave's band are in their 40s. So they can still play faster. So I don't know why everybody tries to say this ain't no fucking kill 'em all. This ain't no fucking ride of lightning. This ain't no fucking master. It's fucking Metallica, and it's new Metallica. It's not Saint Anger to fucking I like it. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know why all you yeah. old heads go out there you know, and like, just compare fucking kill 'em all to this shit. If it don't sound like Saint Anger, you'll like it. That's, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's, that's that's where I'm at with it. It could be a lot worse. It's not load. It's not reload. <laughs> like it could be a lot hey, worse. I've only listened to it twice. I need to listen to it more, and I probably there you go. Work. You love it, and you've listened to it twice. That's how memorable and awesome it is. No, because you know what? I'm at home. I'm not in my fucking car where I play most of my music. I'm at home, like doing things with the wife, since I'm not at work. So it, I have to listen to these podcasts when I'm going to sleep. <laughs> For my money, overkill awesome. That weekend. Well, I love that o Overkill album. I think L.A. Guns beat them all, but... Well, I heard that L.A. Guns album. No, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> rock. It's fucking just old-time rock and roll, dude. No, it's not. It's terrible. It's not. It's I like, I like, Aerosmith. I like a lot of L.A. Guns. This, the, the Stephen Riley's L.A. Guns, that was... A, their oh, last oh, album was really oh, good. Thank oh, you. God. Thank you. You nailed it right on the head. Renegades was fuck, great. Man. Fuck scab fucking L.A. Guns, Riley. Fuck that it asshole. Was cool. He wasn't even on the first album. His picture was on there, but he didn't even play on it. He was a hired hand. There's no way he should have the name to L.A. Guns just because the other two left and it went to him. Hey. Because Phil and Tracy left. It fuck doesn't yeah. matter whose name is. They put out the better music. Yeah. No, they don't. The fucking yes, vocal is horrible. Renegades was, Renegades was phenomenal. I can't wait. I'm seeing them again in a couple of weeks at the oh, rock God, festival I'm going I to. Sorry I can't you. wait to see them play stuff off that new album again. The drum yeah. sounds better. You got better drums. Mm -hmm. The singer has more youth and sound. Phil like, sings as a baritone now. Yeah. He only does it. He's got that grit and fucking oh, scratchy voice, uh, man. This sounds like shit. Phil does not have a baritone voice at all. He's never had a high voice. He just has that scratchy Steven Tyler voice. And that new voice. L.A. Guns album sounded so generic and wannabe. It was ridiculous. Hey, it's better than Guns N' Roses two tracks they put out. Oh um, yeah, no, that that crap's awful. Thank you. And I'm, I I was lucky. I saw him. I saw him right right before Absurd came out. And I was the one. I was the only concert on that tour that didn't have to sit through that bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, I was, at, I was at the first night of the tour, and we didn't have to sit through that crap. <laughs> when is LA Guns going to be here at the Frankfurt Soccer Stadium? 
Never. Wait, you know what, Charles? I always agree with you on it. Yes, Guns N' Roses is a big I know, that's why I don't know. LA Guns is a popper, but the thing is, musical I don't know why I love Guns N' Roses. They pissed me off. LA Guns has never pissed me off. You should compare Guns N' Roses to your precious... No, I compare musically-wise, not fucking stadium-selling-wise. You shouldn't. They're on a different level. Okay, They're not like, on LA Do you Guns. like uh, two songs off the new album that's better than Absurd and Old School? On what album? On the new Black Diamonds album by LA Guns. No, I don't. They fucking suck. So you'd rather listen to Absurd and Old School than anything on that LA Guns album? I don't listen to it. I don't need to. There's no comparison. It's not It's not remotely the same. Right. But, but I'm saying, what would you rather listen to? The LA Guns? The new I don't know. album. One of them. Riley's LA Guns. That's what I'd rather yeah, listen to. That's the answer. Oh, God. Fuck Riley's LA Guns. You and Eric Swinson. Hey, Eric. What's up, buddy? <laughs> you guys, they fuck, I they bet you all like Sabotage, too, right? You guys like Sabotage? Yes, I do. Oh, God. No wonder. What? <laughs> hey, I'm not what? putting you down. This is for comedy purposes, people. So don't what, take what me did, personal. Mark, Mark, what did you ask if we liked? Sabotage. Like, what? Like, what? Do you like the Do band like Sabotage? Sabotage. You, you mean um, you mean that Sabotage? Oh, I <laughs> guess you do. It's like any band that people tell me that I I'm missing out on listening to. I go listen to. I listen to their whole discography. I listen to it with a new lead singer. I listen to it with the old lead singer. I listen to it with the new shit. I listen to the old <laughs> shit. And fucking opera shit, dude. Fuck that. It's it's horrible. The singers suck. I can hate that band, but you guys like it, so enjoy it, man. And remember, when I put you down, it's for comedy purposes, man. Okay, thank you. Remember that when I'm uh, absolutely demolishing this album in a little bit. <laughs> oh man, this is gonna be hilarious. But <clears throat> what newer bands out there do you guys like, man? I just found a band today called Dozer. I really like the sound of the song I heard. I'm gonna check out more of their stuff. Yeah, there's this there's this really cool new band that uh Ralph turned me on to this week on Facebook. I think they're called Ghost or something like that. Oh god, fuck off. They're yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I just he turned me on to some really my... good stuff from them this week. Joseph. Yeah. What did you just yeah. do, Joseph? What? What did you just do, Joseph? Um <laughs> You piggybacked off thing. of Ralph. Yeah, I know. No, Mark, I've known Ghost for years. It's a joke. I know you piggybacked off of Ralph's sarcasm, dude. I, I had, I hadn't. I, I was so impressed. Yeah, I'm. I'm say, Charles, I'm glad we were able to turn you on to these great new yeah. bands. Yeah, you guys Blew are piggybacking off of the great Ralph Fiera, dude. I'm calling it, I it out. I, there's no proof that I even had a clue about Ghost. Oh God damn it! You can go back and listen to episodes and videos. We talk about you getting on me for not liking ghosts. Shut the fuck up! Oh my God, Charles, that is a fucking dog face lie. That that's okay. You guys can all, uh, Charles, you can jump on me about the whole Slipknot debate that happened online this week. I love them. Yeah. Yeah, well, actually, Mark's starting to warm up to him, I think. Yeah, I I, I gotta listen to stuff without the fucking... You know, I like... That's the... I like Incubus, that, though, that's and they have the a thing. little... Let me, bring up a, let me bring up a real-world deal here, and I don't... Just like, you're joking, but this was true. 
Have you heard of Ex Mortis, Joseph? Uh, yes, I have, yeah. Yeah. Well, Mark was like, I don't want to hear it. And then I said, well, listen I to it. I didn't say that. You didn't, mind it, did you? <laughs> you didn't mind it, did you? Yeah, but I didn't say I didn't want to hear it because I went and heard it. Yeah. And I, I what did it. I say? I said, That's man, right. the music is awesome. And the singer doesn't ruin the song for me. <laughs> they're pretty cool, aren't they're they? They're pretty cool. But yeah. they, would, they would do good with a Bruce Dickinson change. No. No. <laughs> Yeah, you guys are all fucking the first two Iron Man nut singers. I am right. I'm Team yeah. Bruce. Well, we know. Yeah. We looked at your your playlist and your set list yep. on your show. <laughs> hey, uh, those get actually the, most of those Iron Maiden songs get picked by Jerry. <laughs> and well, Jerry's played a lot of fucking. He played Phantom of the Opera. He played a lot of old fucking Iron Maiden too. He mixes it. Good. Yeah. Good. I, like, good... I, I wish he would pick like one like uh fucking Deano and one Bruce. He can't pick any Blaze era because I don't own it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't hate the Bruce stuff, but it doesn't top those first two. Oh god. Number of the Beast beats any of those first two albums. The Power Slave. No. Not in your piece of on mind, now. dude. Those songs are fucking Killers, dude. Dude Great it, albums. If Number Bruce the Beast, sang them it'd be peace better. Of mind, great al No, God no. <laughs> He did. Listen to Live After Death. It sucks. I love Live After Death, man. I love the uh, Maiden, Maiden 88 better, though. That's a good one. Is that, that, like seventh, is that that seventh sun crap? Nah, fuck off. <laughs> I do like number... Hey, I'm looking forward to the new Judas Priest record that they keep... Oh, hell yeah. Oh, me too. Firepower was amazing. Mm-hmm. God damn. I can't, they, they keep teasing and teasing like they go, it's going to be progressive rock but then he goes well no it's going to be the progressive priest of the 70s and we're like oh we understand that <laughs> <laughs> we thought you were going to go all fucking Pink Floyd on us like fucking uh, what's that album they did uh, fucking what oh. Nostradamus I like Nostradamus what I like it I'm with Ralph on this one man like... I'm team Ralph on Nostradamus it's I'm, way I'm, too long. What? I don't care. I'm a progressive rock fan, so it doesn't bug me. So am I. I love Genesis. is one of my favorite bands. Pink Floyd's great. Uh -oh. Judas uh -oh. Priest had no business. No business doing a two-disc prog rock album. But it was hard. It hard fucking shit on there, man. Yeah, it was hard to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I wish I had Ralph on here to back me up. But I don't need anybody to defend my music. Market. Really? Yeah, You're always yeah. for somebody that says they like it. Because it's fun. Yeah. Because it's fun because you you guys send all these hey, people at in the future when you start trolling me about Oasis again because of <laughs> Phil Collins, you can say Joseph Staub likes it. <laughs> Here you go. He just said it. He likes well you Genesis. do it too, right? I don't. Yeah, you do. Dude, <laughs> I don't care if anybody likes Oasis but me. Dude. Oasis rules, dude. Like Seriously, you know, yeah. I love the first two albums. The first two albums are almost perfect, you know. But have after you, that, the other have you listened? Huh? Have you listened to them? Yes, we did a review on one of those, which is doing very well, by the way, for, you, you uh, for our that, standards. You, you picked it. Yeah, I picked it because I picked it for you, brother. Yeah, I know, but I that wouldn't be one I would have picked. That's cool. Mark, did you listen to the B-Sides album? They're awesome. Yeah, I, I, Master, Master Plan's awesome. Giants? 
No, Master Plan. Oh, Master Plan. Oh, I was thinking of Armored Saint for some reason. Yeah, see, what alcohol? Alcohol rules. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I have an album standing, standing on the tour hands. Um, oh. Armored Saint's B-Sides was not in the old school. Oh, yeah, I love that one. I, I play a lot off that uh, I, off that metalstation.com. But I, I, get, I, I get it when there are people like, I don't like them. They typically like NSYNC. <laughs> hey, can I call him out? Can I say his name? Yes. Roger Doris, you're an idiot. Thank you. <laughs> yes, and he, he was all he was all like saying you. they're gonna get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. What? He yeah, they probably. What did I tell him? Yeah, they probably will. <laughs> Fucking hysteria, man. Oh, oh God. God, don't compare them to not your nine arm. No, he loves hysteria like you. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's got everybody has their faults. I don't know why anybody would like instinct. You know, you t you called me out as being. I don't know why anyone would like hysteria either, but that's a whole. I'm listening. Think over hysteria. Yeah, you call me immature by saying like uh, fucking backdoor boys or fucking instinct. But shit, I've been calling that for years. Why change now? <laughs> why? Okay, but which one of those two would you rather listen to if you had to? Uh, Justin Timberlake is like the most talented of any of those boy bands. He actually can write a song, and he was on a Duran Duran album. Oh wow! So I, I would, I well, he did background vocals, which is cool. I don't, yeah. I don't like any of his fucking solo shit. He sings too high for me, like King Diamond, for no reason. So um, yeah, but so, I, yeah. Would get, I would, I would take Justin Timberlake because the guy can write. How did yeah. you just compare Justin Timberlake to King Diamond? Like, where I'm did talking that about the irritating from? voices. They both irritate me when they sing solo. Don't worry, we'll get into irritating voices in a little bit. Don't Ooh. you worry. Wow. Shots fired. Yikes. Hey. I would probably pick NSYNC over Backstreet Boys. You would never hear any other podcast talk about boy bands. We rule. Well, no, my point was that the, the fucking genre of back of backstreet whatever boy bands will never go away. If you have it today with BTS, oh, mm -hmm. fucking, fucking it's always going to be there. And, yeah, there there's there's BTS girls that work in their twenties that love BTS, and they're like, "Oh, I love them so much!" And then I and started making fun every of it. every generation. You're going to have the music industry yeah. manufacture bands. 60s they had the monkeys the archies all this stuff and it just kept going and it's just the only difference is who's writing the songs and that's whether it works or not the monkeys are great the archie song was this good. stuff yeah that's all it's a good song it's all about who's writing the songs if you don't have somebody writing the songs it doesn't matter what you got these Couple bands years. their songs are awful a few years ago it was one direction yeah yeah now harry, it's styles. harry styles now you know but I mean, that genre will always be there. And guess what? When Backstreet Boys goes on reunion tours, they they, they fill venues more in L.A. Guns. Well, yeah, they, ha they, have to they sell out stadiums. But they, they tour with another boy band now. So. No, they don't. They no, have. they don't. They've done it back with uh, New Kids on the Block. Backstreet Boys just... Um, they up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll yeah. sell out stadiums, dude. You, yeah, I like. There's this casino I go see shows at. My wife was trying to get tickets for her and her cousin for for fucking new kids on the block. It was mm -hmm. like three hundred dollars, dude. Oh yeah, my god. Yeah, who would no. play fucking three hundred dollars to see the fucking dude? I hated those, that band those bands are, came out. 
Those bands are playing the same stadiums as Guns N' Roses are. That's, like, where it's at right now. Well, no, New Kids on a Block can't play stadiums. They play arenas or, or casinos. They played at the same stadium I saw Guns N' Roses at. Not now. Yet last year. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Those, chick, those older chicks lose their oh, shit. Yeah. And they remember that shit. They're not, they, they know you're not going to go. How does ACDC sound sell out fucking stadiums too? Fucking, there's no soccer mom fucking thing for them. It's all the fucking seventy to so all the real music fans, huh? Because the all greatest the real music fans. Old band ever. Exactly. I saw ACDC once with LA Guns. It blew my mind. Fucking, L, fucking LA Guns is good, but ACDC was a fucking thousand times better. Well, of course. Yeah. I'd have been drinking during L.A. Guns. I wouldn't have been in there. Oh, fuck off. I like fucking Hollywood vampires. I was poor with them. Yeah. Well, you might have left because nobody seems to like the Razor's Edge album. That was the tour I saw them on. That was yeah. a great tour, but the album sucks. Oh, fuck off. I like that album. In the middle on Razor's Edge, I don't hate it, but it's not their best. I love Mistress for Christmas, the best Christmas. I like fucking Blow Up Your Video. That seems yeah. to be that yeah, people that's, 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 good, that's got some killer stuff on there. Yeah, blow up your video is a good... I, there, you know, me and Brian Davis, I think, are the only ones that said there isn't a bad ACDC album. I wouldn't say there's not a bad... There's not an awful ACDC album. They have some subpar stuff. Don't get me wrong. Dude, they don't have any awful talk albums. shit about Stiff Upper Lip. That's one of my favorites by them. And Black Ice is, like, growing Black, big time. Black Ice is just too long. That's my only issue with Black Ice. It's just too long. But Stiff Upper Lip, lip fucking rules, dude. That's a good. That's a good. I, I I like more what they did with um with Rocker Bust and Power Up that they were shorter albums, not as long as Black Ice oh, was. Power Up ruled. Oh yeah, those last two albums are great. Yeah. My my only thing about them is I think in the Brian era, that's when they started to be more like all the songs kind of started to sound the same. Mm -hmm. I didn't notice that in the Bond years yeah. as much. The only, the, only, the only thing I say about that is it makes me appreciate when they change up. So, like, Through the Mists of Time was my favorite song off Power Up because it's different. It's it's yeah. the, it's it's so different from what, like, the normal sort of generic ACDC song was, and it's it's amazing. Yeah. Okay, I love ACDC. They're, never, never. They're the greatest rock and roll band ever. Yeah. They are. I, I, could, I couldn't argue with that. You gotta say the Beatles are freaking uh, even uh, Led Zeppelin. Beatles are on a different level. That's yeah. they're just the Beatles. Well, I'm talking they, about they, they they transcend genre. What about the Rolling yeah. Stones or Led Zeppelin? The Rolling Stone, I take ACDC over Rolling Stones, but Led Zeppelin is more like the Beatles. They're fucking Led Zeppelin. They've done so many different genres of but song. They did a lot musical. of bad songs. Well, the Beatles did too in early they days. Put, what? What do you mean Led Zeppelin did a lot of bad songs? Hot dog, dude. That fucking rules. Yeah. What are you talking about? You guys like Elvis fucking... Yep. Carol, Carol what is it? Carol Salambra? Carol Salambra. Oh, oh that's, a great, that's awesome. a great song. Yes. Yeah, great song. They have some bad ones on Coda, especially. Oh, yeah. We don't talk about that album. <laughs> yeah, that was out. <laughs> there was a reason that that didn't... That only came out after Bonham died there. There's a reason for that. Oh, yeah, I like more. I like Into the Outdoor a lot. There's oh, yeah, it's a great some, album. There's some drags on there, though. It's like fucking House of the Holy fucking The Crunch, dude. That was horrible. The Crunch, I'll give you. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no saving that one. 
that's the only thing that brings Houses of the Holy down at Peg. But yes. I still yeah. prefer Houses of the Holy, though. I just love it. That's mm-hmm. physical graffiti for me, man. I love that too, but I like, you know, I mean, but I love Houses of the Holy, and I fucking love 3. Yeah. Oh, I love 3 too. I so underrated. It. We couldn't I- review that album on this podcast because our ex co host hated it. <laughs> Sounds about, right. take, Sounds about right. But the thing <laughs> is, he reviewed two Bon Jovi albums, and not that one. <laughs> Again, sounds about right. <laughs> oh, man. So, Charles, man, what are we doing, man? Your pick, brother. brother. Here is doing the 1994 classic debut album from one of my favorite bands who couldn't keep up the fire though unfortunately in weezer the blue album as it's uh, colloquially i'm sorry i had a few drinks known uh they're known to put what they have the blue they have the green they have the red and they have the black and the white and the teal i say black and white (laughs) the teal i don't like it so much because that they're they're more of a covers band now yeah, and that album Hurley was good. Yeah. No? Okay. I I kinda the last one I kind of enjoyed was Red. Red. Red was cool. Hurley was okay a couple songs, but it got it got to be too much. And, think, and Van Van Weezer sucked. I think really they're just bad. releasing whatever they make. They're not really yeah. cultivating it anymore. But this was them at their, this is a debut album, and uh, this is, I don't know what else to say about it yet, because we haven't reviewed it, but we got Rivers Cuomo, I think is, uh, he's a metalhead, did you know that, Joseph, by the sound of this record? I, I knew that he was, uh, not by the sound of this record, I've seen interviews and stuff where he's very much, very much a metalhead, Um I can appreciate that. Uh, I don't think that necessarily translates into good music on his end, but um, yeah, we'll get to it when we get through the songs here. And this was the original lineup. Uh, I can't remember. I don't have any notes. I didn't take notes because I know the songs. Jason but, Cropper was the original guitarist. They fired him. Yeah, he got fired. Yeah, and then Rivers, he actually laid down all the guitars on, on this record. Brian Bell, who's the rhythm guitarist today and featured on the cover only provided backing vocals and we got the original bass player matt sharp correct mark yeah says his name i think so let me and you got the classic falsetto backing vocals that maybe some people don't like but i kind of enjoy it and uh that's pretty much all i know about this produced by rick okasic uh, of course, for the folks at home that wouldn't know, but I know if you listen to the show, the legend from the Cars. Dude, if nobody knows the Cars, dude, I don't want to be your friend. No, but yeah, seriously. Yeah. Uh, they wanted to self-produce, but uh, Geffen, we were signed to Geffen, and they said, nope, you got to pick a producer, so they picked Rick Ocasek, and uh believe it was recorded at the record plant in New York City, which was, of course, a... Great, great studio. I think Kiss' debut album was recorded there. This is Electric Lady. Electric Lady, my fault. Yeah. Yes, that the uh, demos for the Kiss 
the those classic hits demos were recorded there with Eddie Kramer. So uh, that's about all I got on this one. You want to give a little more backup or anything on that, Mark? Go ahead. I'm just saying. I'm reading from Wikipedia. Yes, we read from Wikipedia. So fuck off. Uh, Weezer was formed in Los Angeles in 1992 and essentially struggled to engage audience who were more interested in grunge. In November, they recorded a demo, The Kitchen Tape, which brought the attention of DGC owner Geffen Records, urged to choose the producer like you said, Rick Ocasek, they cho chose him, recorded it Electric Lady, Jason Cooper was fired during the recording because the band felt he was threatening the chemistry He was replaced by Brian Bell. That's about it. All I got to say. Thing, but uh how did you get into weezer uh charles i uh, probably like most of the world i i with the buddy holly video but in my normal goofy way of living i actually had heard another track on this album before but i didn't know who it was probably heard it at the bars or heard it on the radio but didn't catch who it was so when we get to that track I'll be like, oh, this was actually the first one I ever heard, but uh, didn't know who it was. But Buddy Holly, I definitely knew who what, who it was, and I just fell in love with the sound of that song, so it made me check out more, and I've been a pretty devoted wheeze head, as they call them, I guess. I don't know what they call us. Uh, like I said, up to about the Red Album, after that, it became hit and miss for me, but uh, yeah. It was pretty much that. I, I guess because I'm a Cars fan, and I, I hear a little Cars in this album. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rick Ocasek was their best producer. He did produce the Green album also. So uh, Yeah, it was a comeback record. But Pinkerton may have been the best album oh, they Pinkerton did. Pinkerton was their, like, uh, Sgt. Pepper's like, yeah. experimental shit. It was pretty good. I love Pinkerton. We should do a review on that one day. Um, but, uh, Joseph, I'm going to ask you last because I... I don't think you got into this band so uh weezer man i i just remember i'm a huge happy days fan, child of the 70s and 80s so i watch happy days i love fonzie and they in al's diner they put them in as the band in al's diner with all the happy days gang like coming around and shit and i was like i remember hearing the undone the sweater song first and it was cool but this actually captured my fucking like what is that that thing called pop pop culture sensibility because i'm a mm -hmm. huge fucking happy days fan that got me into this band i started listening to them because of that fucking video like you said but uh so uh um joseph why didn't you get into this band <laughs> well uh actually like you said i've not really gotten into this band i knew the singles and that's why i didn't get into this band um so yeah like i like any human being on planet Earth, I've heard the singles from this album. Um, I never got anything out of them, remotely anything. And I had no interest in pursuing this band whatsoever until I got a message from Mr. Mark Allen Taylor uh, <laughs> asking me to be on this episode, and I said, oh, okay, so I am going to listen to this album, I'm going to shit all over this album, and we're going to have fun. So, let's do it. Yeah, but See what Scribble had a why this is revenge here that's what I, this is i wanted to get a dig at scribble but he like messaged me and made it all right so scribble you rule dude 
But uh, Scribble was supposed to be on this episode, but he had he had his son this week, which uh, he promised to take him to the beach. So that's cool. So I just started bitching you people. <laughs> or me and Charles were going to do it by ourselves because we already took the fucking notes. Well, at least I did. Yeah. Um, so, man, let's get into this album. This is, uh, I think he said the date when it came out, right, Charles? What would you say? Uh, well, that's 1994. May 10th, 1994. Almost its anniversary. Two days after my 20th birthday. Dang. What was that, 1994? I was like 23. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this mouth. is why this album's really special to me. I was when smoking a lot of weed at that time, dude. Joseph shits all over it. <laughs> crushing my young adult memories. But it's okay. You don't realize how much weed I was smoking in 1994. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. I was in the army. When this was oh, yeah. Uh, I'm a bitch. I didn't want to go to the army. I just want to smoke weed. I took care of my grandma had dementia, so that's why I was smoking weed. It was pretty fucking hard shit, dude. Alright, yeah. let's get into this album. We start with My Name is Jonas. Uh, Joseph, what do you think about it? Alrighty, so like I said, fresh ears on this, never heard any of the non-singles on this before. Uh, went in, immediately was like, okay, intro, not bad, cool little, it's pretty generic, but I mean, whatever. And then, he opened his mouth. <laughs> and we'll get into this on a couple other songs, because it's not nearly as obnoxious on this on this song. But I cannot stand Rivers Cuomo's voice. It, it, I feel about his voice the way Mark feels about King Diamond. What about Blink-182? I, I mean, like, that's whatever. Like, okay. I never really got enough into them to care. They get on my nerves. All right, go ahead. But, um, yeah, so super generic music. The lyrics are atrocious. <laughs> like, I'm going to have to say this about almost every song on this album, but the lyrics are just awful. And, like, things that you would never, ever write in a song. And he writes them every song. And I'm just like, what is going on here? And to say that you can, like, hear... I don't hear any cars in this whatsoever. I'm a huge Cars fan. I love oh, the Cars. You don't hear it? I do. I love the Cars so much. But the Cars... Rick Ocasek was one of the most innovative, fresh, musical, like, idealists in the late 70s, moving into the 80s. They did so many amazing things with those albums. They sounded so fresh. They sounded so new. This just sounds like generic slop. It doesn't have, like, just compare it to some of the stuff that came out around the same time. It doesn't have the energy of something like Green Day. Oh, it doesn't God. have It doesn't have the power of something like Soundgarden or Alice in Chains. Like, it, it, it just, it's middle of the road in, like, the you worst way. I know. No, I'm just I'm saying things that were popular at the yeah, time. Yeah, compare them to Green Day. Weezer's a thousand times better than Green Day. And I like oh, Green not Day. Not even close. And not I even like Green close. Day. Not even close. Oh god, yes. At oh my god, no. Oh god. <laughs> but Why, just why does G Billy Joe sound like he's English? Like he's a sex pistol. I don't know. <laughs> okay, That's nothing that to do with this album. All right. But um Yeah, it, it just uh, it's it it, this just sounds so middle of the road and generic to me. All right, I'll go to Charles. You always want to go last unless it's your pick. Oh, I can go. All right, go ahead. Go. I'm in the middle. Of, I'll probably it might be in the middle here. Uh, I don't hate it as much as Joseph, obviously, but I don't know if it was a great album opener. Uh. 
and I think it is one of the weaker songs on the record, actually. But the cool, the only thing that was cool, it's in waltz time. That's kind of neat. And uh, the lyrics were actually some kind of like, I don't know, literary way. It was actually about his brother. He got in some kind of accident, and he was waiting to get insurance settlement. And that's what it was about, but why we have a, something about a foreman and all that. No, I don't hear any cars in this one either. This wouldn't be one of them. And uh, yeah, I agree. I think it's a middle-of-the-road type of song, and I don't hardly ever listen to it, to be honest with you. Bro, I think it's... I love how they mix up the acoustic with some heavy grinding guitars. It's like hard rock punk, kind of like Cheap Trick when they get hard. Yeah, I don't hear... The cars in this one. I hear more... More of a cheap trick vibe going on on this song when they get hard. And then they added a fucking harmonica. That's the fucking balls there, man. The song is fucking going at the end. They add some fucking harmonica to it. It's a great song to start a fucking debut album. I love it. <laughs> and then we get to the next one. No one else. Uh, Charles, first, second, third. I'll go. Go for it. Now I hear some cars influence. I can hear the car cars doing this song. This song and the next song, uh, I gotta give Rivers credit because they're lyrically connected. And in this song, he's being an asshole and a controlling, jealous jerk to his girlfriend. So I, I really like the lyrics on this song. I love the guitar sound to it. It's short. A lot of the songs on this album are short and to the point. And this is one of those I, I love. I do. You sometimes get a little fatigued that Rivers only typically plays like the melody of the song as a guitar solo. I wish he would stretch that out, but that's kind of like his calling card now. But I love this one. I always skip My Name is Jonas and go right to this one. All right. I'm going to let Joseph go next because I want to hear him shit on it. it I'm not going to. This one's not awful. Like, it's okay. Um, It's not like My Name is Jonas is way worse. I. I, like I said, like Charles kind of said, the lyrics aren't that bad. I, I kind of get, I kind of enjoy the lyrics on this one. It's funny, uh, but I still, I don't, I can't get behind Rivers' voice. Um, I do something that somebody brought up that I really like about this album is the way that they kind of infuse the acoustic guitars throughout. It really reminds me of like something like Kiss, Dressed to Kill, the way that the acoustic guitars kind of back up the electric guitars throughout a lot of it, even when like the electric guitars are taking the lead. That you still have that like infusion of acoustic guitars with it, and I will say that's something that's like a really cool as far as like Rick Kasich's production. I think he did a really good job with that. And yeah, this one sounds a little bit more carsy, but I don't think anything on this album sounds nearly as innovative or as like fresh as anything the Cars did, honestly. Well, if you remember back in that time, it was a time of boy bands and and fucking Green Day and fucking Rancid. whatever was fucking coming out this was different than what they were different kind of vocals you know power pop yeah this was cheap trick yeah yeah it was different nobody was sounding like cheap trick except cheap trick uh she released a great album a year after this <laughs> 95 album fucking rules and then no, it was, it was 90 it was 94 94 oh it was 94 yeah. like no one else what, mark what welcome with oh, i haven't said my thing yet Yeah. Uh, the drummer reminds me a bunch of Cheap Trick on this. The band is like a harder punk rock cars 
Well, Rick did produce this. The lyrics are pop. The music is not in this song. I love how they work well together and an acoustic shit that's going in and out. It's harder than Cheap Trick and mixed it with the cars. I fucking love this song. But the thing is, I got to tell you, have you heard of Ario Speedwagon? They always mix acoustic with the leads. All right. But um, let's get to the next song, which is The World Has Turned and Left Me. Joseph, what do you think of this one? Super generic. I, I didn't get anything out of this one. I thought the lyrics were really generic. The music was really generic. I, I found this one really boring. I didn't get anything out of this one at all. How about you, Charles, you want to go last? No, uh, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. All right, you go last. Then. No, I'll go this one. I want to go All last right. one. The next one. Okay, well, the next one. Okay. Okay, right. cool. uh, again, it's connected to no one else because he got left, which is clever as shit. I got to give it to that. But I think this is another weaker song on the album. I will give it credit. For again tying it to no one else where he was an asshole and then he's sitting around moping in this one you get a kind of a fat they were known kind of as an emo band too like a pioneer of emo and rivers hated that by the way uh they ain't emo yeah they were known as a pioneer especially with pinkerton but this is kind of a nod to that style we got one more coming up that's definitely that way but this is a weaker song, too, even though I do give it credit for the attempt to tie it to no one else. All right, man. Uh, this this could be a car song amped up to 11. The guitars rule, the rhythm, grind harder. It has more personality than those other bands coming out at this time. Like, they were different. It wasn't like no Blink-182 or fucking whatever it was coming out at that shit. They, they were different than Soundgarden, they were different than Alice in Chains, they were different than that post-punk shit. They were more like Cheap Trick at this time to me. They they stood out to me. But uh, yeah. I think Rivers is an underrated fucking genius because most of those bands that came out are not even playing now. I think Rancid is now getting back together. I don't know why, but some people like that band. But enjoy it. Well, I'm not... I personally am not trashing that. I mean, it's an okay song. I don't think it's one of the better songs on the album. Is the main deal. You know what band really needs to get shit more than Britney Fox? I think they came out in the 2000s. I think it's Good Charlotte. Or did they come out in the 90s? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's uh, horrible. That band. Do you like Good Charlotte, Joseph? Never heard a single song. Thank God. You're lucky. They used to... Uh, they used to host MTV All Things Rock, for God's sake. They thought you mean you still watched MTV in the mid two thousands, oh, bro. That is your on, own. I would that is your on, own fault. But that I turned it on to the Rock fault. Show, dude. All Things Rock, and I saw dude, them, and I turned you think it off. They're play, you even on the Rock Show, you think they're gonna play anything remotely cool well, in the I mid two thousands? I checked it out, and I go, "Who are these motherfuckers?" And then they played their video, and I go, "Oh, I'm not watching this show ever again." <laughs> you brought that one on yourself, dude. Oh, oh dude, my God. I watched it once. You had the Alien Ant Farm album, didn't you, Mark? I like Alien like Ant Farm. I knew it. I love the song love movies. The song, movies. The song rules. You know what else came out in 1994, Mark? What? Besides what? that grunge shit? What? Definitely Maybe. <laughs> I like that album. With Live Forever. I mean, that I get you because... I like Sonic better. 
Caesar wasn't singing about slitting my wrist because my dad didn't buy me the car I like. I agree. On that, they're definitely on a different wavelength of what was out at the time. Totally. All right. So we get to the next song, Buddy Holly, because uh, I think because you had to pick a song, Joseph. You picked this one, right? Oh, yeah. And we'll get into why. Okay. All right. Here's Buddy Holly on the Freeform Rock Podcast. What's with this was buddy holly man uh you're 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 braver than lee lee would wouldn't pick a song <laughs> so why'd you pick this song uh joseph well well mark i picked this song because i want everyone listening to this episode to hear that song loud and clear <laughs> and to realize that that piece of absolute <laughs> garbage <laughs> caused three million people in this country to go out and spend their hard-earned money on this freaking album. Three and a half. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, but certified triple platinum. And I was so infuriated when I learned that this album was certified triple platinum that I decided I was going to do a little research. So this is my rant alert for, for everyone listening. This is going to be my rant for the episode. 
I did a little research. I went on Google. I typed in best rock bands of all time. And it popped me up just a pretty generic list. So I went through and I went through the discographies of all these bands that it popped up. And I'm going to read you a list of some albums that sold less than this album. We're going to start with a little album called Fair Warning by Van Halen. We're going to go into another album that no one's ever heard of called Powerage by ACDC. Then we're going to go on an album that nobody, especially in 1994, nobody's, rules. That's my favorite. No, nobody's ever heard of this album in 1994 when it had like five hit singles. Bad Motor Finger by Soundgarden a great album sold, less, sold less than the Weezer album. Well, you, you, all these bands you're talking about, except for Van Halen, were like just coming up. Oh, oh, wait, we're going to get here. Just take this journey with me. Okay. High and Dry by Def Leppard sold less than this album. Well, they were coming up. Again, they didn't hit till the next album. Beggar's Banquet, Let It Bleed, and Exile on Main Street okay. all sold less than this album. Yeah, they, they were established. But they went different on it. They went Southern Rock. They weren't Every the Rush story. album, other than 2112 and Moving Pictures, sold less than this album. Hey, but Rush has sold more than them as a band. Every Cheap Trick album, other than At Budokan, sold less than this album. Yeah, that's fucked up. Every Black Sabbath album, other than Paranoid, sold less than this album. But you go every Jimmy, every Jimi Hendrix album, other than Are You Experienced, sold less than this well, album. That makes sense to me, though. Every Iron Maiden album sold less than the Weezer album. That doesn't make sense to me. Every Judas Priest album sold less than this Weezer album. Mm. Every Motorhead album sold less than this Weezer well, album. That makes sense with Motorhead, though. Every Pantera album sold less than this Weezer album. Mm. Every Ramones album sold less than well, this that, Weezer. They album. never got big. Every Deep Purple album sold less than this album. Jeez. Every album that Ronnie James Dio ever appeared on in any band sold less than Weezer's debut album. Do you know why? Because he was in four very popular but, bands, but listen, and none of them ever sold more than what, one million what copies. What music was coming out at that time? This album was an alternative than all that piece of shit music, except Bad Motor Finger and some other albums you mentioned. This album was like fucking top, at least top five of that year of good albums that came out. This album didn't even chart in the top ten. Yeah, I know. This album was like highest 16. This album, based on this atrocious song three <laughs> million copies three now all those absolute and that's just in this country all those classic albums and bands that i just mentioned never sold three million copies of any album and well, i can this tell you back then i garbage didn't buy this album I sold buy three it. million copies so that's my rant for today i was I furious when i found that out i I've had one copy I didn't buy their album at this time. I just listened to it on MTV. I didn't buy their albums until like the 2000s. I got the blue album. So my my three million, I'm not part of that three million. So you don't have to be mad at me. <laughs> Bought it later. It needs to be recertified to me, me to be part of it. Oh, if this thing gets recertified, I can add another probably 10, 15 bands that have never sold as much as this album, and I'll get even more angry. Well, you know, Van Halen we'll 1984 is over 20 million right now, oh, and of they course. recertified it, yeah. It's because the RIAA is a full of shit. No, because like, the, the bands have to pay for their catalog. Exactly. Yeah, so That's what I mean. They're, it. they're, 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 it's an awful organization. It's not worth it. It, it didn't beat the Black Album, though. No. 
No. Diamond. But it did it did beat every thrash album not released by a band called Metallica. <laughs> well. So why do you hate this song? <laughs> you, you, you mean my vitriol for the last five minutes hasn't thoroughly explained that no. I hate this song? I know. Like, you were just comparing. You really didn't say why oh, you didn't okay. like so the song. You, you really want me to dive into why this oh, yeah. song is such a... Oh, oh yeah. okay, cool. Oh, yeah. cool. The riff is non-existent. <laughs> the, the vocals make me want to like shove needles into my ears. <laughs> the lyrics are garbage water it is one of the most atrocious things ever committed to record i'd rather listen to every song sammy hagar ever appeared on Ooh. than this song Ooh. and i hate sammy hagar Ooh. i'd rather like, listen Ooh. to balance than this song <laughs> i know those hurt when you say that because i know how you guys feel about sammy it's like me that one it hurt me that fills me with goodness <laughs> so you want to go last charles no i'll go ahead i, I, I got a great retort okay retort i go apologize ahead. on the behalf joseph of us with that great taste <laughs> we have bought into this fucking great fucking album this is their best song of all time what's with these homes oh, oh, my girl oh. what you got a front Man, that shit fucking rules, dude. And you don't know how important this video was to us, the uh, the Gen X kids that grew up on fucking on Happy Days. It's well, like yeah. I put it like almost be right below Hot for Teacher. Hot for Teacher is my favorite video of all time. Me too. And this is like fucking the greatest, one of the greatest videos ever made. They gave it out with Windows ninety five. Because of the technological advances that was made in this video. I do think the video helped the song's stature. Totally. But it crossed over. The majority of those that stuff you brought up did not cross over. This crossed over. Completely. It's a pop. Power pop. Classic. Best song on the fucking album. Yeah. And they were... Uh... I guess I'll go to and they were the video dude. They were doing like I knew every episode they were like splicing in from fucking oh, happy days. You know, I was like, yeah, I remember that episode. Fuck yeah, that episode. Yeah, fucking when when fucking uh, Fonzie was doing that fucking Russian dance until he fucking dropped and won the co dance contest. I remember that shit. That was fucking yeah. It's fucking amazing. Fucking one of the best videos. This is what got me into it because I saw. Fucking ha I heard Undone Sweater song. We'll get to that song later. But, uh, fuck. This is one of the greatest videos ever made. Yeah, Under Hot for Teacher. Happy Days Gang. Fucking, fucking in the video. This song rules. One of my all-time favorites. Love it. Fuck this. It huh? rules, man. It rules. It said, it said those, those fucking old heads out there fucking don't like it. Because Ralph loved it. There you oh, go. Ralph loved it. Well, oh, good. He's a good old head. He loves it. You know, you got those crusty old heads out there. Just don't like anything that's not from 1985. Uh, but fuck. Give me this over that black hole sun shit any day of the week. Oh, I love black hole sun now, but uh, no, I don't need that. Well, I like the, I like the day I tried to live. That's my favorite song off that album. I I did. Hey, you know, another great album came out this year was Stone Temple Pilots Purple. 
Yeah, we need to review that shit. But again, I mean, but listen, you know, you got that sounds completely different from Weezer. So I get it yeah. with Joseph's not into it because it is very poppy. But I, like so I, I love pop. Oasis, but I, I just cannot get into like this kind of like. Mm. And I, like I don't hear, trick. I don't you love cheap. I don't, I don't hear, I don't hear cheap trick in this at all. Well, I hear I more cars, but there is some cheap. I don't hear in cars in it either. I don't hear any of that stuff in this. Well, I just they hear... speed. They speed. They're speeding up the cars' riffs, though. If they slowed it down. It sounds just like the cars. Mm. So, uh, I don't hear it. Yeah, you, mm. you, I listen to the cars all the time, dude. I hear the cars. I have, I have, I have every one of their albums on vinyl. I love the cars. Do you listen? I just, to them I don't hear like it almost every day. <laughs> I put them on quite a lot, but I, I don't hear it at all. I just think it's reminiscent. I yeah, it's reminiscent. Exactly I think the riffs are speeded up. So, but yeah. I also got to say, there's nothing else I could say about this song, man. I licked its ass, and a Ralph Vieira, if you're listening, you just perked up a little. <laughs> he likes licking at of the ass. All right, well, man. He loves that lyric. What's with this homies? What's with these homies dissing my girl? Yeah, that shit fucking cool as fuck, man. I'm glad he picked it so people could listen to it and disagree with him. Yeah, we can go back and rewind it and listen to it again because it's so awesome. Yeah, after this episode comes out, we should do a poll in the group saying, uh, what do you think of uh, Buddy Holly? <laughs> the song by Weezer. Oh, it's all right. I get it. It is it is maybe a little too poppy for Joe, so I get yeah, it. I, I, do you like the like 60s doo-wop groups or anything? Like oh, yeah, that? I love that kind of stuff. Okay, I'm just wondering. Uh, Beach Boys, you like the Beach Boys? Because everybody, Wait, man, not a big Beach Boys fan. Yeah. Don't bring them up yet. We got a song to hit up on that. Okay, all right, yeah. man. And we get to the next song, which I told Charles I picked another song, but I changed it because after I was doing my notes for this this album, I, I forgot how good this song was. So I picked "Undone" the sweater song on the Freeform Rock podcast.
Sorry for interrupting the podcast. I just want to take a second to thank all of you for listening. Please take a second to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Podbean. And join the Freeform Rock Podcast community on Facebook. Now, back to the show. Okay, that was Undone, the sweater song. I shall uh, take it because it's my pick. Uh, this is one of my all-time favorite songs by them. So much ear candy, cool acoustic parts that come in before the chorus. Then those vocals and the fucking solo and the leads that come in and out is fucking rad, Jeff Beers. <laughs> and then it ends with a bang. This band fucking rocks. And, it, I, I, and I haven't said this in a long time. If you hate Weezer, you suck! And what's wrong with you? So, Char uh, so Charles, you want to go last or second? No, I can go. Go for it. This was that song where I was saying I had heard it, but I didn't know who the hell it was. Because when I actually got the album, then I was like, oh, they did this song. <laughs> I probably heard it on the radio or something like that. I was in the army. I was in school. So I wasn't really limited. Or I didn't have much access to TV, stuff like that. So I just heard stuff on the radio. And I had definitely heard it before. It's, it's good. It's the second longest song in the album. And the only knock on it I will give, it gets a little repetitive. It's three chords over and over and over and over again. But it's so 1994. I mean, it's like, I don't know. It almost reminds me of those mov like movies from back then. It, it's, it's a cool song, man. I never skip it. But it's not quite as good as Buddy Holly, but it's, it's a cool song. I like the voices they recorded, like talking, having conversations. Yeah, talking. Yeah. That's fucking cool, dude. That reminded me of so being California. Famous. Yeah. It's so California. So, yeah. dig it. I dig it. I like Buddy Holly a little better, though. No, uh, you picked it, so I couldn't pick Buddy Holly, but this is one of my favorites off of your band. Uh, no, uh, Joseph Joe, picked but yeah. Buddy Holly, even though he hates it. So, Joseph, what do you think of Undone the Sweater Song? <laughs> Um, musically, I think there's some cool things going on in this song, and like like you guys said earlier, like this song, like you can kind of hear some of the more like experimental stuff that they would plan that they would do later, especially with Pinkerton and stuff like that. But I, again, I think the lyrics are just awful. <laughs> like I, I I don't I don't understand his juvenile sort of like. I just don't vibe with his juvenile lyrics throughout this entire album. In a different way. Like, oh. this is like... They were juvenile in, like, I'm gonna bang your girlfriend and, like, that kind of juvenile. This is... I'm As we'll literally see, see later in the on the album, I'm gonna go play D&D &D with my nerd friends. Like, well, have you seen what he looks like, Joseph? Yes. 100%. Okay. He's a nerd. Yes. Absolutely. And I, I just I just don't really even though I I, I play D and D and I love Kiss as we'll get to <laughs> later on the album, yeah. I do not mesh with his lyrical style in the slightest. But uh, musically, I think there's some cool things. I, I can appreciate some throughout the album some of the stuff they're doing musically. This song is an example of that. I like some of it. The outro does not fit at all. Like it just comes out of nowhere, kind of, and it's whatever. It's cool, but it doesn't fit, especially on this album. But yeah, it's, musically there's some cool stuff going on, and I, I just can't stand the lyrics. Uh, we, we, Charles, you already said your thing about this song, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm just saying, what's wrong with these lyrics? It's like talking to your best friend. Hey, brah, how we doing? 
man all right it's been a while life's so rad this band's my favorite band do you love them yeah oh man want a beer this is like you're in the garage fucking talking to your friends talking about me it's like this podcast man we're fucking drinking and having fun hey did you know about the party after the show yeah oh man it's gonna be the best i'm so stoked take it easy brah it's like dude this is fucking this is like a conversation between two fucking buddies man i love it i don't understand the lyric hate on this but you have our own opinions man that's what it's all about yeah it's like van halen i'm on the seaside sitting just smoking and drinking on ringside he's talking about his life man these guys are talking about talking answer huh I'm a dancer, a romancer. Yeah, dancer. Yeah, right. those, those, so Dance. some of those, some of those Paul Stanley lyrics are super, super, <laughs> super cheesy and stupid. You make me rock hard, baby, all night. Loves <laughs> like a glove, and it fits just right. Okay, what's the next song, Mark? Surf Wax America. What do you think of this, Charles? This is the one that kind of reminds me of the Beach Boys. You get a little Beach Boys kind of. Deal, and there's a couple more songs down the road where they do. No offense, Beach Boys, but that barbershop quartet sound. There's a song called Roseanne, I believe, and you get that. I guess Rivers was into that kind of thing. This was a grower song for me, but I, I'm not like still completely wild about it. I think it's okay in points, uh, not near as crappy as My Name Is Jonas. But I think it's a fine song. It's okay. What do you think about it, Joseph? Uh, yeah, I can't get behind this one either. I think the the music is super generic. Like I said, I'm not real. I'm not a Beach Boys guy. I like a lot of that. I love a lot of that stuff from the '50s and '60s. The American Graffiti soundtrack is one of my favorite albums. I love that stuff. I've never been a Beach Boys fan, and yeah, the music to me is just super generic. I hate the vocal melody on this song so much. Like the beyond Rivers' voice, like, if any singer did this vocal melody, it would just, it would piss me off. I just, especially, like, certain parts of it, just, like, it's just grating and annoying. But they're doing things different. They're not being the same as what was coming out at that time. They weren't I, I don't think, like, you, you guys, you guys keep saying that. I don't think that has anything to do with it. If it sucks, it sucks, and I think it sucks. <laughs> we were out when it came out, so we knew what was yeah. going on. Yeah, no, I, but your I, opinion, I don't think, man, you're yeah. you're like a yeah. fresh opinion on this album. Yeah. We appreciate it. Yeah. So then I go, cool beginning and it jams out. It's funny how his vocals is just so off. And you're talking about his vocals. His vocals are off. I hear that to what the music is doing, but it works. The breakdown in the middle is just singing. The chorus is cool. It's funny how they sound like the cars. They sound like the Cars, because when I first heard the Cars, I thought they were from England. I didn't know they were from Cleveland or Boston. That's <laughs> like, good. I thought this band was an English band. I didn't think Green Day was, but I thought this band was. But I uh, like the Cars, so that I get that. That's why I get a lot of Cars things, because I th think this is something a English band would do. But I thought the Cars were English, because they looked English, too. So then we get to the next track. Which is in the garage, Joseph. Oh, I missed one. I missed one? It's say it ain't so. so. Yeah. All right, Charles, say it ain't uh, so. How the hell you missed this one, man? <laughs> God damn, it's a fucking absolute classic. Classic. 
Another great video, by the way. That's great. Fuck, it was... I forget the metal bands. They had the posters on that wall in the laundry room where they were playing, but they were really good bands. <laughs> I haven't seen the video in a minute, but it's an awesome video. This is where they get that kind of emo pioneer thing because the lyrics are pretty dark one of the darkest songs on the record actually and was based off the fact rivers cuomo did find a beer in the uh, refrigerator and thought his stepfather was going to become an alcoholic i guess it was some issue with his father and then i don't know i guess his mother was like you're crazy and and he just was like oh you know and they wrote the song about the, that experience and i love that the guitar in it. I absolutely fucking love the guitar work in this song. I think Buddy Holly's the best song on the album, but this could be my favorite song on the album overall. So, Joseph, what do you, Joseph, think, about what do you think about it? I don't mind this one. Like, it, 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 uh, there is one later that I probably like a little bit more, but yeah, this one's uh, other than River's voice, which I still really I cannot gel with on pretty much any song on this album. I, other than that, like I'd say, this is a this is okay. I'm I, this one doesn't. I don't mind this one at all. I would I, I wouldn't go out of my way to listen to it, but I, this was one that I didn't really mind when it was on. Yeah, man. They slow it down and then they call the television a telly. Why I thought they were English. <laughs> the chorus comes yeah. in all hard while the rest of the song is mid tempo. Love the guitars, like you said, Charles. In the chorus with that little wee, wee, he keeps doing that fucking, that wee, wee, and I fucking love that fucking riff. And then the bridge, yes, at at this time, kiddies, there were bridges written in songs when other bands around them at this time weren't writing bridges, fucking in this kind of genre. The solo is short and sweet, this fucking song rules. Oh, and Patrick Wilson's drums are fantastic on it as well. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Then, Underrated drum. And then, because like we do here, I skip songs, but then we get, now we're back to In the Garage, Charles. Oh, my Lord. I've got Ace Freely. I've got Peter Chris waiting there for me. Yes, I do. Love it. It fucking rules. Go ahead, Joseph. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, no, like not not in the slightest. Like no, like no. This this, this offends me on on so many levels. Uh, but he got the kiss artists right. He got the right to do. Yeah, man. and yeah. and I and I think and 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 I think if Ace Freely heard the song, he'd be like, "What is this bullshit?" And yeah, I I I, I think it's. I think it was like I, I, the lyrics are it's, it's atrocious. I, I just it's awful. Like just the, the the pattern of the lyrics is just like you you described earlier. Just oh, it's talking about his life, bring up like beautiful girls and like that. That had flair to it. This is just pedestrian writing. Like the lyric, it's just it's it's so bad. Oh my god, this just offends me on so many levels. I hate it it's so. I so much. I guess you so don't much. like nerds. I yes, am one, nerds. and that's why it offends me because it makes <laughs> us look bad. 
this makes us look worse than we are. Like I think, I this is like I think that's that, the movie Revenge of the Nerds when you guys are playing it, in a band. It, it offends me to be associated with this trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, I almost picked this song because it shows rockers can be nerds. Playing D and D. Did you guys play D and D? Yeah, I, I did not. Do. I still do. D and D was awesome. I I just remember my next door neighbor. But I uh, Kiss, God damn it. Huh? I love Kiss. God damn it. And so does Rivers. And he knows the right fucking dudes. Okay. Probably just get wrong. But he put the nerd thing in there with D and D, dude. That's yeah. Like and I love D&D. I only got to play it for a year because the guy I came over was the dungeon master and I played with my two friends down the street. They were his cousin. But he stopped him by and we stopped playing D&D. Fucking sucked. That, that, that was, I always got killed because I was too aggressive. I just wanted to kill everything. <laughs> but um, I never understood it. I'm too dumb. You're not, you don't have to... You, no, the dumb people are the ones who play. The smart people are the dungeon masters. For the dungeon masters. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I was the dungeon master. I Dude, I, I but I just think it's nerd rock here. Yeah, it is nerd rock, and, and like I said, he said my favorite, Peter. No, not Peter. Ace is my favorite. He said him <laughs> for. He said Ace first. So, again, I don't like Peter's voice, but I'm getting used to it. Plus, we had we all had places we would go as kids and jam our shit. Like we like. Mom wasn't home, parents at home, you close your door, get in there, get yeah. your fucking broom, and fucking act like you're playing your favorite lead from your favorite guitar player, or bang on your fucking desk with, like, drumsticks. Did you guys all do that but he, shit? But he was probably actually playing in the garage. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My mom well, walked out you. in the garage. <laughs> yeah. I catch her dancing to fucking some Glenn Fry. You know that song, Party Town? Yeah. Joseph was rough on this one. I thought you'd just give it a nod for the Ace Freely Peter Chris mention, but okay. <laughs> nope, that makes it worse. That makes does, it worse. This song doesn't bring back memories of just fucking drifting away as a kid and jamming shit out, even though you weren't playing, you were just playing music and just acting like you were part of the band on stage. You ever do that, Joseph? Yeah, but when I was doing it, I was listening to Van Halen, not this fucking shit. <laughs> I started that with Ario Speedwagon and Duran Duran, so well, I don't think well, that would explain it. air guitaring oh, to this. I don't think he was air guitaring to this. He was a man, he was into uh Grim Reaper. <laughs> yeah. Love so Grim Reaper. He, he was into cool shit. He just determined that he wrote music like this better than metal. So that's the way it goes. Yeah. And then we get to the next track, Holiday Joseph. Kind of like I said about uh, Surf Wax America, I, the music, generic, boring, and I think that the uh, the melody, the vocal melody matches Rivers' annoying voice, and I just, i not a fan of this one at all. Not at all. Charles. I'm, uh, in the beginning part, I'm not as wild about it either, but when they do that little vocal breakdown and then it comes in all hard with those guitars... It gets really fucking hard towards the end of the song. So that saves it. Another middle middle of, of the road, I'd put it below the world has turned and left me here. But about on level, yeah, about around Surfbox America. It's okay. It's not great, but I do love that ending part with the aggressive guitars. 
Yeah, this song is a huge skipper for me. How many times do you need to say heartbeat and holiday in a fucking song? My god, write some lyrics. This is the first song I fucking think Rivers got lazy on. I don't like the breakdown at all. And fuck this song. Man, this album was almost fucking perfect. <laughs> I don't like it. So then we start with the next song, which you picked, Charles. Only in Dreams on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
Okay, that was only in dreams. Charles, why'd you pick this one? Just, oh, man, it's, it's seven minutes and 59 seconds of hypnotic bliss. It's just so hypnotic. The bass work is tremendous on it. It just, I don't even know how to describe this song. I mean, I think Buddy Holly is the best song on the album, and I love Say It Ain't So. But this one is so different and unique compared to the rest of the album, and I think it's... I, I don't even know where they pulled this one out because it's so different, and it's epic. I mean, it repeats a lot, but that was kind of... That kind of kept it on line of some of the music of the day. It's almost like a Pixie song a little bit, but just so epic. I, I just some about this song that I absolutely love. And yes, it's long, but I love the intensity where you have that. It gets really, really quiet, and then it builds back up. It, it might be the most reminiscent of music out at the time, but it's just such a great track. Yeah, I'm going to let Joseph go last. He's probably going to shit on it. Uh, this song is great. What you said, Charles. Everything you said about it. It's like a long song to end the album. I would have put this more in the middle of the album and ended it with In the Garage. Uh, just switch those two tracks and it'd be a perfect holiday listing except for that one song, Holiday. That's horrible. Uh, but yeah, this song fucking kills it. What do you think about it, Joseph? Well, I'm sitting here listening to this album last night, you know, I'm 33 minutes into this album. I see that this song is eight, almost eight minutes long, and I thought to myself, that can mean nothing but bad things. <laughs> so the song starts, and the song starts going, you know, and it's like, huh, well, you know, River's voice isn't bothering me as much as it does on the rest of this album. Wow, there's some really cool stuff going on musically, yeah, yeah. I really liked this song. I really did. It's way too long. It has no business being eight minutes long. Uh, I don't think any Weezer song should be eight minutes long. God help us all. Um, but yeah, no, this is the closest thing to a really good song I, I thought on this album. I really enjoyed it, and it's my favorite song on the album. Damn. I thought you were going to hate it. No, no. Kind of probably because, like, kind of what Charles said, it sounds nothing like anything else on this album, which to me is a great thing. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I really, I, I really dug this one. I thought it was too long. But, yeah, no, I really, really dug what they were doing on this one. River's voice didn't bother me nearly as much as it does on the rest of this album. Yeah. yeah I, re I really dug this one. Nice. Oh. Yeah, so that, that's our review of uh, Weezer the Blue album. Uh, I give it 9 out of 10 bong rips because there was bad one bad song. Uh, Joseph, what do you rate it? Uh, let, mm, let's see. Well, there was, what, was it 10 songs? Yes. Yeah, so then it, it's maybe, maybe a 2 from me, maybe a 2. It's not the worst thing I've ever heard. I'd never go back to it. Maybe a 2 just for that, just for that last song, and I, I didn't mind saying it ain't so. Did you ever hear Hash Pipe? Yeah, yeah. Do you like that one? Yeah, it's okay. Oh, okay. Charles, what do you think of it? What's your rating? Full horn rim glasses, white socks with black shoes. Excellent. Third best album of 1994. Damn, dude. I thought you were going to go to two full eyelashes. <laughs> no, no, they're not hair metal. 
So, oh, you have different ratings for different genres. Yeah, yeah. This oh, is straight sense. up list. And what third best album in 1994? Beside, behind, definitely maybe in Motley '94. Oh, okay, man. Yeah, and in '94, I didn't listen to uh, Motley till like 15 years later. Well, to be fair, I didn't hear definitely maybe in 94, so I would have said Motley 94 at the time, but in retrospect, definitely maybe, and then Motley 94, and then this. I saw the video for Supersonic. That's when I liked Oasis. Yeah. You see, I didn't see it, though. Yeah, I saw it. I think the first album I bought with them from them was uh, What's the Story, Morning Glory. Uh, yeah, that from good old Columbia House. So I didn't pay but for it. But retrospect, but I, I mean, there was actually a lot of great albums in 1994. But this is just a. I love this. I mean, it's I love it as much as Joseph doesn't. But I, it, I get. I'm sure there's a lot of albums I love that. Well, this is one of them that I know he, he don't care for. But I wasn't so wild about kicks. So that's what <laughs> that was, man. It's tit tat yeah. in this show. Yeah, kicks no, didn't blow your fuse. Yeah, no. <laughs> did you listen? Did you listen to the first album yet, Charles? Uh no, but he I will want get to. to it. Yeah. <laughs> Charles doesn't that. want to. If I told him to listen to an album, he goes, "I don't want to," and I go, "Okay." Which I still got to send you that remix. I have. I, I yeah, uploaded I the files okay. onto my. I, I uploaded the files. I got to. I just got to send it to you guys. I'll do that today. Yeah. But uh, what album did you te- tell me to listen to? Their first album? No, 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 Mark. Oh. oh, I tell you to listen to a lot of stuff, and you go, I don't want to. And I go, okay. <laughs> which, I don't know which one. I it's, don't, probably, it's anything you don't like that I want you to try. It's probably the L.A. Guns remix from 1986 or something. I don't know. When did they start? I don't even know. <laughs> Fuck L.A. 80, well, uh, 85. Well, there you go. My, my first two appearances on this show may have been divisive, but I don't, I don't know when this one's coming out, but I know one we're recording soon I feel like is going to be a pretty pretty decent love fest between all of us so yeah it'll be good yeah but i mean hey you loved only in dreams i picked it so yep. i took that as a feather in the cap there yep. you go i liked it too <laughs> but no love for you mark no love for you i never no. get love man i'm always no it's not album. that's not the case you like the album equally to me uh, i know i get it mark, mark it's it's because i'm special he's he's used to you he he, he, he uh, wants something to do every now and then yeah I, yeah I i just like to act like i'm pissed off but i'm not <laughs> i knew you liked this album oh yeah I, I know i know what you meant it's a joke people it's a fucking joke <laughs> it's I still say it's my favorite one of theirs, uh, but Pinkerton is pretty good too. But I, this is still my favorite album by them. So I do appreciate Joseph coming on, even if he didn't like my favorite Weezer album. It's okay. <laughs> I like the green and the red. Awesome. They're good, but it ain't like this one. Yeah. Yeah, Joseph, thanks for coming on, man. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Anytime. I'm always, always happy to talk about any music, whether I like it or not. It's just. I, I enjoy talking about music, so. Yeah, man, it, it's fun, man. This will be like in June. This will be coming yeah. out in June sometime because we're still, Metal May has already passed when this come out. So I hope you guys enjoyed Metal May. Right, Charles? You will if you haven't. <laughs> Go back and listen. Go back. All right, man, let's get the fuck out of here, guys. Take it, take it sleazy, track. man. All What's right. our track, dude? What? Yeah, you didn't do tracks of the week. Oh, yeah. I'm stoned, yes, dude. Yes. I haven't drank yeah. in a while. This is awesome. Uh, let's oh, see. I got a 
line there. And we get to our tracks of the week, which is uh, Charles. You picked "Elegant Weapons," "Do or Die." Which yeah, is, new band. It was pretty cool. I liked it. Yeah, I went and listened. I didn't have to listen to Joseph's track because we all know this song. He picked "Guns and Roses," my Michelle. Fuck uh, yes. <laughs> Charles is like feel shit right swing. <laughs> yes. I'm seeing Steven Adler in a couple of weeks, and they always play that one. I'm looking forward to it. He has a good vocalist, yeah. though. Oh, yeah, my mom's in love with that guy. No, he's a really <laughs> good vocalist. Unlike that scab L.A. Guns. But, uh, did we get to... Hey, get the fuck out of here, Riley. That ain't scab, it's Riley's L.A. Guns. Fucking they rule. Scab! Pick their song next time. Oh, God. Gag me with a spoon, man. And then we got uh, me. I picked a newer band. This is coming from their second album. I think it's coming out in June. The Dust Coda, The Road to Hell. They sound like American rock and roll mixed with the ACDC, but these motherfuckers are from England. Like in Chris Sinzak from the Decibel Geek Podcast put this on his album of the year, the the Mojo Dojo album. Fucking great. Or Mojo Skyline. Mojo Skyline album. Fucking great album. If you guys haven't checked out The Dust Coda, check out Elegant Weapons. I already knew who the fuck Guns N' Roses is. So Charles, take us out, man. Thanks for everybody listening. Like, share, subscribe. Uh, thanks, Joseph Staub, for being on again. And uh, let's rock, keep rocking out with our cocks out, if yeah. you have them. And like Bushy says, buy vinyl, buy physical, buy fucking digital. Fucking stream if you have to. <laughs> Last resort. Let's support the artist, man. We're out. <laughs>
the best of rock and heavy metal and some Duran Duran. <laughs> Just joking. Where am I? Tune into thatmetalstation.com every Tuesday night to hear the Freeform Rock Show. 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, only on thatmetalstation.com. You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artist by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.